Welcome to Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Guy Cipriano. Joining us is Andrew Wilson. Andrew is the Director of Agronomy at Bethpage State Park on Long Island. Andrew and his team are preparing to host the 101st PGA Championship. This tournament has a bit of a different agronomic twist than its predecessors because the tournament will be held in mid-May. We thought it would be great to have Andrew on the podcast to discuss what it's like hosting a major tournament so early in the golf season. We're glad that Andrew was able to take some time to join us, and we can't wait to get to Bethpage for the tournament. Well, Andy, it's great that you were able to take some time to join us. I know you're incredibly busy. You're only seven weeks away from the PGA Championship. And the first thing I wanted to ask you is, how did the Black Course handle winter, and where are you at here on the second day of spring with the the golf course and its condition? Uh, Well, we're pretty pleased where we're at right now. The, The greens came through the winter uh, very nicely. The, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, Kerry Hay had emailed me, and he he started asking about what the weather's like in May, and and you know I thought that was a little strange. That was around you know 2016 or so, even might even been 2015. And then uh, you know then we started kind of keeping a look at the weather a little bit. And then in 2017, uh, we we had a much better idea what the what the uh, the weather you know what that the tournament would be in switch to May and our our biggest concern that we relate to him and to the PGA of America was that winter damage on Polar Greens was our our major major concern and that, that if we could get through the winter we'd be good and that's uh, that's where we're at right now the greens got through I, I don't even know if we had a foot of snow this winter uh, no no super freezes so right now uh, we got an inch of rain last night so we're pretty wet today but all in all we're we're pretty happy with where all the short grass is for sure. Did you do anything to the greens last fall going into this past winter than maybe you normally wouldn't have done in the past because of the major championship in May? Did you change anything last fall and winter because of that? We avoided aeration. We just did basically a solid time in, uh, I think that was early October, with a kind of narrow solid time, so we didn't do too much. And, and since we knew, uh, you know, like last year, we treated last year as sort of a prep run for a spring tournament, so... You know, a, a typical year, most courses would aerate in the spring as well, and we're not doing any of that. We want to keep the greens as firm as possible, so we won't do any sort of spring aeration. So it's it's similar to last year, but it would be a little different. You know, and say next year might be a little different than this year. So the Black Course has hosted two major championships, U.S. Opens, and they were both in mid-June. What's mid-May like on Long Island, and how much different is it getting ready for a mid-May championship compared to a mid-June championship? Well, the, the short grass, like I said, the short grass should be in fine condition. The, the last year, or the past two years, like the corresponding week of the of the tournament, uh, the greens were in great shape. So, the, you know, POA in late May is, uh, is is pretty much prime time for POA. That that sort of you know the middle of May until the end of June is when uh, you know the POA really uh, performs at its best. So we're we're pretty happy with that. And uh, I think in June the the fescue is a little higher, like that that month is pretty critical to get our, our fine fescue and the high rough up. So this year uh, in May, it should be. It's really more about the the broom sedge and blue stem plants we have around the the outer rough, like the high rough areas that are uh, they're, they're about a knee high straw colored plant. So we, we didn't usually typically we'd mow those down in the fall, but we didn't mow those down. So we'd have some sort of character in, in the high rough. So those plants are really the accent. The the fine fescue and the high rough will it'll be growing, but it might be like ankle high, it won't be that nice. Say like Shinnecock last year, where they had that beautiful wavy rough in the in the out, you know, the out of play areas, or the well, you hope it's out of play areas. Uh, that we won't have that sort of look to the park. And uh, you know, and then in terms of the trees, 
uh, yeah, they they were leased out about ninety percent by you know last year this uh, this time of year. So it should be a you know about the same or better. It, it'll be a new look. I think it's going to be you know the trees have that sort of light green spring look to them. So uh, we're, we're hoping it's it's the typical weather for the third week of May. The high is like the average high is sixty seven, and I think the low is fifty two, fifty three. So it's just perfect weather for golf and for spectators. Uh, it's, and if you if you told someone who grows poa that you could have a tournament when it's the average temperatures are 67 degrees versus, you know, 84 in August. They'll, they'll take May every time. You've been pretty fortunate to have hosted two U.S. Opens and the Barclays for the PGA Tour. What's different about getting ready for a PGA Championship? Does this have a different vibe and feel compared to those other events, or is it pretty much the same thing with infrastructure and the grounds? Uh, you know, it's a little different than the Opens. It's, it's, I'd say in scale, it's certainly U.S. Open scale. Uh, the, the Barclays was uh, a great tournament to host, but you know, I would say the Barclays is a, you know maybe a third of the size of, of what's going on here. I mean, even you know the, we have a, a road that dissects the golf course, and for you know even even people who I who I know that aren't golfers, but they drive down Round Swamp Road, they drive past, and they they like wow, that's you know this is enormous, and you know so it's back to the U.S. Open scale. Uh, you know, I think from an infra- infrastructure point. Uh, that's you know what they're doing to the other courses. They, you know, yeah, they, they're they're taking over some of these areas. That uh, it's uh, you know it's, it's a it's a huge production. I mean, I think they, there's a lot more decking now. I guess maybe uh, I'm, I'm sure each organization has sort of you know kind of learned their lesson with wet weather, so they put a lot more decking out. So there's no chance of uh, you know having to, you know the spectators basically having to get in the mud bath before they even set foot on the on the course. So that that's a little bit new for us, uh, honestly. Even even doing things like podcasts. I mean, that was something that, you know, uh, I don't know if uh, I wasn't in the position that was Craig Carrier in this position. And I think, I don't think he was doing as much of these things as, uh, as I was. So that's certainly a new, a new twist on uh, an updated twist on having a major in 2002. Yeah. We're making everyone's life tougher. <laughs> Seriously though, Andy, you still have four other golf courses there. It's spring. People are itching to get out and play golf your normal customers the people that live in long island the people that live in the state of new york how, how do you balance preparing for this championship with giving people the golf offerings until the championship gets there yes it's a little bit difficult it's a bit of a strain and hopefully our golfers understand uh so the yellow course we basically reduce the yellow course to uh 11 holes you know we you start off on a temporary tee and then you play nine full holes in a temporary green because of the uh, the bus terminal and the main entryway and, and the practice holes and some of the championship shops. And uh, the 1 and 18 of the green course are going to have a temporary tee on those two holes. Uh, the red course will have a temporary tee on number one and number five, and, and the blue course has a temporary tee on number one. So each course is, is uh, slightly affected, and there'll be some construction to get around for the golfers. But we've been open. The blue course has been open, you know, uh, except the other – Today it's a, it was a washout last night, but even yesterday during during the day we were open, and uh, I think well, last weekend the you know we did almost 300 rounds between the blue and the yellow. So yeah, people are you know, when we're open, people are coming out. Uh, yeah, hopefully people are getting excited. I mean, we're 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 kind of excited to open the black course too. The black will open for two weeks uh, from April 13th to the 28th, which is that's the typical time of year we open the black course, and uh, it's we're going to have reduced rounds, 100 rounds a day on the black, and it's going to be uh, old school walk-ups no reservation so you have to get here and so the you know the, the camp outline overnight might be a fun uh would probably be pretty cool to see that see that again first come first serve atmosphere you mentioned craig courier he left uh, after the u.s open this is the first major championship where you've been the, the point person for 
the agronomy. What has it been like handling that role, and how have you managed your own time through this process? Well, you know, so, so Craig left after the 2009 open, and I've been in this basically January 1st, 2010 is when I took over. And, uh, well, one thing, I, I, the smartest move I made is we have uh, Mike Hadley on the black horse, our superintendent, and he's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a phrase, you know, you should always surround yourself with people smarter than yourself, and Mike's a great superintendent, so he's, you know, a lot of the, the day-to-day decisions on the black horse, he does a fantastic job, and, and Vincent Herzog and Ryan Murphy and, and Sean Brown, our mechanic, and some of our other crew here are great. So that's been, uh, you know, then I, I basically see my role as hopefully, you know, I want to give them the tools they need to succeed, and I also want to take care of things that they can concentrate on turf, and that some of the the background distractions can sort of, uh, you know, all all absorb that stuff, and some of the the organizational headaches and and uh, logistics to to get them in the position where they can do the best job they can, and uh, you know, I'm still on the golf courses every day. I still. You know, yeah, sometimes I'm, I'm in the office probably a little too much, and I'd love to get out on the grass a little more, but, uh, you know, I don't know if that's the same the same role anymore. But I'm, I'm happy where I am. And, you know, when they when we announced the uh, – it was actually happened to be on my birthday in 2013 when they made the announcements for the PGA and the Ryder Cup. So we've had a few years that we've known what we were doing. And uh, in 2016, I, I actually used vacation time. I went out to the Ryder Cup, and, uh, you know, I spent a couple of days – in the mornings out there, and I met Chris Tritabaugh and Kerry Hay, and then uh, Baldus Roll had the PGA that year. I was able to go out there. I, I took some time. Uh, I, I know Stephen Britton a little a little bit at uh, TPC Potomac, so I went down there to, to visit him during his tournaments, and Shinnecock and went out there, and uh, the, the wife and I took a vacation to, to Paris, to, and we spent a little time at the Ryder Cup, where, I again, I got to ride around for a little while with Kerry Hay, and so just to see these other courses, see how they, you know, A, so I can see how we stack up against them turf-wise, which I think we're in, we're in good company, and just to get any little uh, pieces of information, see how guys organize tournaments. Uh, Carlos Araya at Reeve last year, I spent some time with him too, so I got a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of great advice and a lot of great people. So in that, in that perspective, it's been, it's been a professional highlight, the whole process. What are some of those things you learn from those people that you kind of impart on your crew do you come back from places like bell reeve and hazeltine and lake golf national and and speak to your team about what you saw and what, what things have you picked up from those those places that that are going to help you at beth page you know i think organizationally it's just, that's 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 how sort of how i look at things and and some of the turf pools you see you know you want to see how guys do bunkers i mean you now you know bunkers are almost more of a headache than uh, the greens these days so you want to see how guys are raking bunkers or and then specifically also what the the pga of america would be looking for that might be different from our day-to-day, uh, our day-to-day practices. So, uh, or, or sometimes too, just the level of, uh, you know, those, the level of uh, uh, detail that you have to get to. Where some days, you know, for daily play, you know, if, if a guy leaves the bunker, you know, a little less than perfect, well, will still, uh, you know, at some point the golfers are a hole behind you and you have to go. So uh, now we have to get it right. And I think. Uh, it's a little bit about and how they get how they where the volunteers are what's the volunteer experience like and the whole there's a there's a big process i think of you know the guy we want to get the golf course ready but i think we do have to work with the pga of america and even there even the people here who are putting up the bleachers and who are putting up the the infrastructure uh because outside of uh you know i want to the turf is the most important to us but there is a whole uh there, there are other pieces of the pie that make the the tournament a success whether it's you know the, the player experience the spectator experience and and we want everyone to you know kind of walk away with uh at least in my mind i'm taking the whole picture into i have to have a, a sort of a wider view of everything going on in the park 
what's the team working on the golf course the week of the PGA Championship going to be like? How many people from the Bethpage crew are going to be a part of this? And then what's the profile of the volunteer force you're bringing in? Uh, well, we, we have about, typically we have around 55 people this year. We'll probably have about 65 on crew uh, with the five golf courses. So, uh, you know, some of our crew members on the, the red and the blue and the yellow course, they'll, what's nice is they can take care of the practice range facility. We, the, the pros do not use our typical public range. Uh, the, tip, the public range is actually the media tent and the media complex. And the first, the uh, range is on the first hole of the yellow course. So, so those crews can take care of that, which is nice. And, and we also have to keep, we have to do some maintenance on those other courses. We don't mow them as often as we do uh, for daily play, but we do have to keep up with those courses and the green course as well. Some of the green course crew will will come over to uh, to assist us on the black course. And there's also some logistics with that too, where the, the you know some of the green course greens and red course course greens are right near the black course. So we have to make sure that those greens get mowed early in the morning before any of the pros will you know the tournament will be anywhere near them. Uh, and then we have about 100 volunteers. We've got a great volunteer crew. Uh, some of my travels, too, I, you know, then I'd meet some people, and people would start asking me right away. So we have about 20 guys from the U.K. coming over, a few Australians, uh, Slovenian, and maybe about 25 to 30 guys from across the, across the country, and then about half of them are probably our local guys, uh, LIGCSA guys and uh, the Met GCSA guys. And it's a good crew. We also have about maybe... I'd say a dozen former employees, which is nice because they, they know where everything is. And they know, even even in terms of the shop layout, so we can we can rely on those guys uh, pretty well too. So uh, Frank Rossi is coming, and he's been here you know a million times, so he knows the place like the back of his hand. So it's good to have some you know, experienced volunteers too. We're familiar with the park. How does having such a big event so early in the golf season change the summer for you guys? Yeah, you know, I think we've done enough of these events. Uh, you know, Mike, uh, Mike, and I have been here for both both Opens and both Barkley. So I think, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, sometimes you'll hear about golfers talking about, well, of course, they're talking about a bit of a letdown. But uh, you know, for us, we have to get the course ready by the, the all the courses open the next Saturday is Memorial Day weekend. So we have to hit the ground running and kind of keep going. Uh, we have the New York State Open every year, so uh, you know we're a busy place for the five courses. So. You know, we'll be we'll be busy with restoration too. Once all those tents, uh, a lot of the tents and complexes are on top of fairways on other courses, so it'll, it'll it'll be a great experience for our interns because it's basically like a growing experience. They get a major and some growing experience in the same year, so it's, that's probably uh, that's a little rare. Um, yeah, and then like I said, we're just you know, and we want to make sure that the golf course is in good shape for our, our daily fee players, our our state you know the state park players because. Uh, you know, we have a reputation as the, the People's Country Club, so we want to make sure that people feel like they're getting good value for their money and, and that they can be you know, proud of their golf course. I think that's one of the unique things about Beth Page is all the, uh, you know, we have some, being that we don't have any members or greens committees, uh, there are members of the public who probably played the black course 200, 300 times. They get to come out, or even, you know, even 10 times. They've played the course and they get to see the pros on, on their course. So, uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward to getting the course back into shape for them. What do you want somebody watching the tournament on TV or walking the grounds during the tournament coming away, thinking about the golf course and what your crew does, what type of message do you think that this allows you to send about Beth page? Uh, yeah. We'd like to you know, put ourselves in the company of all the, the historic clubs that have hosted multiple majors and be that we could, we could do this job and do it well. And honestly, during tournament week, uh, I'd be happy if, if uh, you know, the only people that talk to me are, are you and uh you know some of the other trade trade magazine people, but that's uh, that's about 
good enough for us. I mean, we don't want to be part of the story the week of. The, the week of the tournament is time for the players to shine. So, uh, you know, hopefully the, the golf course, the, the players reveal how good the golf course is and, and the work we've done. And, you know, we have we, we have good weather and we don't want the, the weather to dominate the story. That, that uh, Like I said, we want the, uh, you know, hopefully we have a good, like I said, good tournament and hope the players are the, you know, the, the big part of the day, the big part of the story. That's what people are coming out to see. They're not coming out to talk about. That's what, uh, you know, if some people like the course, that's great. And if they come back and say, hey, I've never played Bethpage. I want to go play Bethpage. I guess that's what you want for the TV viewers. You know, we want people to say, wow, I can go play there. That's, that's awesome. And that's what we really want. But uh, in terms of the, the tournament, you know, I think uh, everyone's just happy that, it, you know, hopefully on Sunday night we'll be get a nice picture with the champion and, and be able to, you know, look each other in the eye and, and congratulate each other for a job well done. These big events are obviously a tremendous amount of, work but you've been at beth page your entire career what type of opportunity is it for you and your team to host these type of events and what type of motivator are they for your for your crew oh it's a great motivator and uh you know and, and because we have to do some of the work years in advance i mean we had to we had in 2013 we knew we had to renovate all the bunkers all the greenside bunkers needed renovation we were installing drainage the billy bunker drainage and you know new sand and we have about uh, almost eight acres worth of sand traps. I mean, we have more sand than we do greens and tees put together. So we have, uh, you know, the sand traps here are enormous. So to get those that, those renovations done uh, each year, that's something else to, to cross off the list. It's, it keeps guys fresh because there's always projects to do, and you know, each project has its own little unique uh, unique ways that we have to go about it. Whether we, you know, how to how do you access the area? How do you get in and out of the area? What the do you need to change irrigation? Uh, you know, we did a green extension on number. Uh, 11 so that's you know that was pretty pretty neat project for everybody we had greens that were rebuilt on 3 and 14 in, in that uh, time frame so uh, irrigation we've redone some of the irrigation and we take care of about 90 percent of our construction in-house so uh, that that really keeps guys on their toes because everyone loves the uh, you know when you get to sort of October and the weather starts changing we can start planning on projects to, to make the courses better uh, we know whether it's like I said, whether it's irrigation or drainage or, or anything. Uh, you know, even in our shop, the mechanics are always thinking of ways to make the park better and to improve uh, what the product we can produce. So, uh, yeah, I think we have a lot of curious guys, a little a lot of uh, hardworking guys who are just diligent. I mean, diligence is the key. And, and yeah, and, and after this year, then we have something else to look forward to in 2024. So we'll, we'll be we'll be on it. Well, Andy, this was awesome. I know you're busy and there's a lot going on. This was great to catch up with you. And needless to say, we cannot wait to get the Beth page and see you and your team in action. So good luck here with uh, your early spring and we'll see you in only a few weeks. That's scary to think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll be here before we know it. I mean, like that clock doesn't stop. So uh, yeah, every time you look at it, another few minutes or few hours go past and the day, the day ticks off. So yeah, I'll see you in a couple months. I'll see you in less than two months. So it'll be great. Looking forward to seeing you.